Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius featuring Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan as Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, spank you, spank you, spank you, spank you, spank you, spank, spank, spank. Hello. And welcome back, podcast listeners. You are so welcome back to the podcast. And I want to straight up hit you up. I'm going to say thank you, all my gratitude, all my love to the podcast listeners. Um, because in the last week, I have received texts, WhatsApps, freaking uh, in, uh, IM, uh, Insta- Instagram messages, and, uh, and reviews online, all complimenting me on the podcast all saying that it is essential listening and i just want to say lads feckin fair play to you. i i'm just so delighted that that it's uh, that people are listening that's the first thing anyway you know and the people are continuing to listen so thank you for that um you're the, you're the, you are the reason i am <laughs> well i'm the reason i'm doing this but you're i can't I, like i'd still listen if you don't listen i'm still going to do it so I don't even know why I'm thanking you. Um, <laughs> but I do love uh, that people are listening. So that is bloody brilliant. Bloody brilliant, I tell you. It's bloody brilliant. <laughs> um, I want to say this, uh, this particular podcast is sponsored by the West Cork Beard Company. Uh, one of the most amazing uh, companies ever to have existed. And um, I just I just love being associated with them. I love working with them. My own beard itself is 21 days on the regrowth stage and I have a beard. I have a beard. So I'm back with a beard after shaving it off and it feels good. I put some product on it today for the first for the first time since I shaved it off. A little bit of oil, two little drops of oil just to moisten the face get a little bit of that that aroma going on feel a little bit more manly i'm looking here now at um as i speak to you i'm looking here at my zoom box which is my recorder here for this podcast and i noticed that the battery life (laughs) is quite low so uh i could get cut off at any second i didn't even realize that so this is going to be a seat of a seat of the pants podcast we could finish up at any stage uh, by the time um, this podcast is launched you will already know how long it is because you'll be able to see before you click into it but as i'm recording it live i am unaware of how long i have left i just know that i'm down to one bar on the battery one bar on the battery till i go <laughs> i don't know i'm kind of in a singy kind of a mood today somewhere Way up high, take out the paper and the trash. Da 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 da. Oh, you don't get no spending cash. Da 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 da. 
I don't know why I'm in such a good mood, because, like, I ha- my birthday was about a week and a half ago, and I turned 44. 44. So, you know, am I halfway there? <laughs> am I halfway there? Like, I mean, I'm being pretty confident if I consider myself halfway there. Halfway, halfway to, halfway would mean that I'm going to live to 88. Like, I'm not so certain I want to live to 88. I'm not so certain I want to live to 88 because, you know, I'm just looking at my family and the genetics and I'm just thinking to myself, I'd be better off kind of clocking out around half seven, do you know? 72, 73, maybe 74. I think if I clocked out at 74, well, how old is that? That's 74. That's 30 years time. Harvey is four. He'd be 34. Bingo. 74. That's the age. That's the age I want to go. <laughs> and how would I like to go? I'd love to go. Sherlock, I'm, this is an ideal scenario now, right? Okay. Ideal situation. Okay. Love to go um, uh, in my sleep. Not wake up. Just not, not to wake up in my sleep natural causes how many people die of natural causes very few people people are dying of stuff now all the time aren't they like (laughs) there's so many fucking ways to die like dying in your sleep is a bloody unlikelihood is what i would say cornelius you don't have much chance of dying in your sleep uh, you're probably looking at a banger of a heart attack around 52 that's what we i'm just looking at your books here your diet your stress levels. Yes, you're scheduled here on the 1st of April uh, to die age 52. All right, perfect. I'll, t- I'll, I'll take that. I don't know why I went into English for that. I don't know. I don't know. 44 years. I've lived 44 years anyway. And you know what? They weren't too bad. <laughs> they weren't. And that's the thing about the past. It's unchangeable. Did I make mistakes? Yes. I made fucking loads of mistakes. I lost some good friends. Um, I made some great friends. Um, I had some girlfriends that I thought might have been my life partners. And then I met my life partner. I had some kids. And uh, yeah, all in all, I think... I think... Even though I did make mistakes, I, I was pretty happy. You know, have I regrets? Yes, but too few to mention, as Sinatra might say. You know, successes, yes. As I said, marriage, marriage to a beautiful wife, three fantastic children. So, yeah, okay. I'm patting myself on the back here. I'm grateful for those 40 years. Ugh, that kind of hurts. Ugh. Yeah. 52 with a banger if i go out at 52 with a banger that gives me four that gives me it gives me eight years but like if i knew i was going to die at 52 i would go flat out for the next i'd be like yeah grand i'm going to make it to 52 grand okay what you want for breakfast uh give me three lines of coke and uh i'll uh, horse over open the fr- any any beer in the fridge yeah come on let's get into that but your dad would wear t- that would wear thin as well you know, after two or because I'm still going to be hung over the next day, like, you know, and don't get me wrong, no, I'm not a coke fiend, I haven't done cocaine in, I would say, 15 years, maybe, 15 years, but there was a time when I would have dabbled in the devil's dandruff, <laughs> um, you know, just socially, you know, thinking you're a rock star, when you're actually a dickhead, but um, that's what I'm saying, like, you know, you'd have regrets, but few too, too few to mention, you know. 
Um, I've spent most of my life not having a fucking clue, really, what was what was going on and what I was doing. You know. But I will say this: the one thing I will say, and I'll give my I'll give myself a bit of credit here now. I've always been at something. I've always been trying to do something. You know, trying to play, trying to be a professional poker player. You know, trying to lose weight. Um, trying to be a better father, trying to touch my toes, <laughs> trying to learn the guitar. I can I can play like three or four chords, but I'd, I'd love to I'd love to be able to play more. You know wh- why why Cornelius? It's not like you're going to be going to house parties trying to get the shift, because that's mainly why I I learned the guitar in the first place. But uh, no, actually, if you must know, right? I'm I'm kind of after falling back in love with music again. That's what this pandemic has done for me. I'm really, I really love music again. Oh my God. And the music, music is a bloody time portal. It's a time machine, isn't it? I put on, um, I put on an an album there on Alexa. (laughs) The other day in the kitchen, I was cooking, I was cooking dinner. And I put on this album called All That You Can Leave Behind by U2. Came out in the early noughties. And it transported me back in time, back to... A time when I was selling cars, when I was like a, I had a proper, you know, respectable job selling cars, and I was working in working with my father in his garage, and uh, just brought me back to that time, you know, and what was going on in my life, and and how different it is from now, and you know how how unhappy and how happy I was then, and how happy and how unhappy I am now, because that's the way it is. It's just moments of grey. And, and light um, life but music is just music can take you back you know music it really takes you back but that's it I'm just trying to learn the guitar again and try, trying to be positive I'm always trying to be positive and that takes you know that takes effort another thing I'm tr- I'm always trying to forgive myself for being a dickhead you know I think you I think what you're I think you know where I'm coming with this I'm just I'm all, you know I'm always trying something and you know I've turned 44 and I'm just kind of analysing my life and I think I've kind of come to the the conclusion that I am now going to, for the first time, uh, I've decided that I'm not going to try to do anything for a while. I'm just going to go with the flow, you know, because that usually takes me where I need to go. Essentially... I am now trying <laughs> not to try. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. That's me, always trying something. What are you doing at the moment? Well, I'm actually trying not to try at the moment, John. Oh, that's a bit stupid. I know, uh, but I'm trying. Like fasting. <laughs> fasting. Have any, of you, have any of you got into that fad? The fasting fad. Uh, and I don't even like the word fad because I love fasting. Oh my god! In the last year, right, I have been blowing my hole to anyone who will lend me their ear about fasting. <laughs> how how amazing it is for your body, and like, and even how much more amazing it is for your mind because it is like it's. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to get in. I know I'm about to get in. Like how the great thinkers and artists of the past, they all swear by it. What's your man, the uh, Hippopotamus? <laughs> Hippocrat- Hippocrates. 
Uh, he wrote, right, uh, to eat when you are sick is to feed the illness. And that motherfucker was considered the father of modern medicine. So you know I'm in good company when I'm talking to you about fasting. You know, you gotta fast, motherfuckers. Benjamin Franklin wrote, The best of all medicines is resting and fasting. But he probably said it more like, The best of all medicines is resting and fasting. Although I don't know where Benjamin Franklin was. But that prick is on the $100 bill. So again, he he probably didn't... You know, he probably wasn't too far off the truth. You know, when it comes to fasting. All, all the main lads... All the, I, I, today is Good Friday. As I record this, right, this is Good Friday, okay? And all the the lads in the spirituality war uh, world, they, they swore by it like Jesus Christ, right? And today now is an interesting day to me to, for me to be talking about it because Jesus was like, he didn't have much, much going from here now today on Good Friday, but he was stone mad for fasting. <laughs> he was fucking mad for it. And he was like, no, he's a way, and he was way more hardcore than me. Like, my style of fasting is I'll stop eating at 8 o'clock, right? And then I'll start the next day at 12. Basically, skip breakfast. But Jesus, Jesus himself, the son of God, took it to a whole different extreme altogether. Heading out into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, do you know? And there wasn't even a pick on him in the first place. Jesus, where are you fucking going, man? You're fucking skin and bone. Get back here, will you, you fucking lunatic. Nah, I'm going out here, mate. I'm going out to fucking... I don't give a shit. I'm fasting for talking me or anything. Who's that? The devil. Fuck off out of it. By the devil coming along, tempting him with pures and grub. And he was like, nah, forget about it. Forget about it. Hardcore. Um, as for the other two buckles, the, the, uh, the prophet Muhammad... And the boy of the Buddhas, they are obsessed, obsessed with fasting too, you know. So, you know, they all shared this like kind of common belief that it had um, a spiritual and healing power. And I have to say, I'm down with that, bro. I'm down with it. But um, that being said, now the Buddha must have had some fucking appetite on him when he wasn't fasting. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to insult him now or anything like that. But every statue I've ever seen of the Buddha, he has a spare tire going around the midriff, like, you know. And I'm not, come here, Buddha, have a look at me, boy. <laughs> like, as Jesus said himself, like, he who was without sin cast the first stone. Like, I, I know I feel your pain, brother, you know. <coughs> and look, no, no, no. It could have been a condition or anything. It could have been diabetes or like, who am I supposed to know? Do you know what I mean? I'm not like, I'm not going to speculate. And who am I to speculate? You know, the guy did at a fucking fair amount of good. So fair play to him. You know, just don't make him the spokesperson for fasting. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Put Jesus front and center there, like, you know. <laughs> Maybe bring along the Prophet Muhammad with you for some backup, you know, if you're going to be doing a talk on fasting. But leave the Buddha at home, or actually drop him off at the gym. Drop him off at the gym and collect him afterwards. That's what I would say about that, like, um. <laughs> 
if dead presidents or iconic trailblazers of modern health like hippopotamus can't tempt you into fasting um and if the three lads who pretty much run the religion game between them can't sway you into giving food the heave ho for large periods of time well what about the modern day gods lads do you know the modern day gods sorry uh, sorry celebrities what about the celebrities <laughs> i'm just going to throw out a few names here now okay j-lo beyonce nicole kitman ben affleck all fasters like how is it they're not tempting you with their like uh their glistening skill their skin <laughs> and their like fantastic hairlines and excellent breasts <sighs> modern day gods they all fast as well but as i said it's a it's a fad now you know celebrities and influencers are doing it fad fad my whole like fasting has been fasting has been around for fucking donkey's years like for yonks and yonks fad i'm telling you i'll give you fad i'll give you fat around the back of your legs and I'm not saying any of those... Look, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying any of those those particular celebrities are dopes, you know. But you get what I mean. Well, Affleck is probably a bit of a dope, all right, for banging the nanny there when he's super hot, phenomenally talented. wife wasn't looking. Affleck, you prick. Anyway, it doesn't matter at all. All I'm saying is that that's what I'm into at the moment. That's what I'm trying. I'm trying not to try. And I'm also trying fasting. <laughs> you know? <sighs> yeah. I think... I think I'm going to leave it at that. I think I'm going to leave it at that. I just... Today is Good Friday. And that kind of was a nice little flow. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has listened to this podcast. And um, you can follow me on my social media channels. Cornelius the Comic at gmail.com for an email Cornelius the Comic on Instagram Comedy Con on Twitter Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan on Facebook and if you are a podcast listener and you'd like to help me out you're like do you know what Cornelius he's putting out the podcasts there now every week he's making a bloody decent go of it are they any good? they're alright would I like to help him out? Yeah, I would. I'd like to balance a little bit of my karma by doing a little bit of good in the world. I am going to rate, review, and subscribe to his podcast on iTunes because you know what? That helps his algorithms. That helps him get his voice out there. And God knows he needs to get it out there because there are no live gigs. <laughs> there are no... Comedy isn't coming back anytime soon. Stand-up comedy is kind of... It, I think it's kind of like the dinosaurs now. It's extinct. You know? Do you think it'll ever come back, son? No, I don't think it'll ever come back. I don't people I don't think people want to laugh anymore. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious, son. Well what can we do to what can we do to, to for entertainment now? Oh, it's all podcasts now, son. Yeah, any good ones? Well, there's one I listen to, Conversations with Cornelius. It's pretty good. Ah, I think I'll rate, review, and subscribe. Ah, I would. in fact I have. <laughs> Guys, I absolutely love you, and uh, thanks for listening. And listen, the battery never ran out. The battery never ran out. Peace and love.
You all around? Yeah. I'm not. Um, yeah, uh, so uh, I'm actually a bit sick, so um, this is probably going to be really shit. <laughs> and uh, I've had a terrible week. Um, I've had a really, really terrible week. I've had probably the worst, worst week of my life this, this week. Our, our, dog, our dog died at home. Yeah, we had him like 16 or 17 years. He's like a pet to us. You know, uh, so uh, I do some poems, so uh, that's why I wear this. <laughs> Just to uh, show what an soul I am, you know? It is so true, yeah. That is so true. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with uh, I'm just gonna start off with a poem that I wrote for our dog at home, and then I get into the comedy. Is that all right with you? Thanks, lads. You're lovely. Yeah. So um, his name was Rover. My parents didn't have much of an imagination. And uh, yeah, so this is a poem about Rover, our dead dog. I once had a dog called Rover. <laughs> We never knew when playtime was over. He bound night and day. He was frightfully gay. Until last Monday when a Land Rover rolled him over. And he died of a squashed head. Thank you.